Welcome to the Awaken Within podcast. I'm your host, Beck Russell. I'm a holistic wellness mentor, yoga teacher, intuitive Reiki practitioner, and the author of Life in the Soul Lane. This is a place of growth, healing, and expansion. Here, we explore well-being through a multi-dimensional lens, talking all things holistic wellness, spirituality, and life. Use this podcast as an opportunity to take a moment of presence and awaken your highest potential from within. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Awaken Within. And today's episode is an interview episode with a beautiful woman and her name is Ash Ryan and we will get into her official intro in just a moment before we get there though. I just want to share a couple of quick little tidbits about my offering. So this Thursday the 22nd of June we have Reiki Ritual and Rest kicking off on the winter solstice slash summer solstice which is beautiful and this offering is a fusion of yin yoga meditation breath awareness and distance reiki healing which is such a beautiful combination and i'm so excited to be able to offer this and integrate reiki into my offering so it's so beautiful and i'm so excited so what this is is three classes or three practices over the course of the next three months during the season of winter so this is the winter season of this offering and each practice or each class will go for 75 minutes and we'll start with a beautiful centering meditation and breath work we'll move through the yin yoga practice and then finish with the reiki healing so it's going to be such a beautiful way to just really nourish and ground yourself which is what we really need and what's really calling us in this time of rest uh, in the season of winter and even if it's not winter where you are this will be a super beautiful and beneficial practice for you too if you can't make the call times live you have access to the replays as well so you have access to all three classes throughout the whole season so it's going to be amazing if you would like to join me i would be so happy to see you there so you can use the link in the show notes to book as well uh, and the other thing i just want to quickly mention is that i have just finished uh, some one-to-one work with some beautiful women last week which means that now there is space open again to work one-to-one with me with uh, within the realms of wellness coaching and mentoring um, and just general life coaching Uh, so this is such a potent and powerful way and a really beautiful way to experience quite significant transformation in a short period of time so if that is something that might feel like it's calling you or even if you just want to learn more and want to work out if I'm the right person to support you through this journey booking a connection session with me that's what they're for so that we can chat through um, any questions you might have what you would like to achieve and if I'm the right person to support you on that journey so again I'll leave the link for that in the show notes as well Now let's get on to the episode with the beautiful Ash Ryan and I'm fortunate enough to be have been in Ash's orbit uh, for the last couple of years through the magic and power of the internet. Ash and I have been online friends for a couple of years now and she's just such an amazing woman which you will get to hear in just a moment in the episode. I'll read her official bio. So Ash Ryan is an online business and operations manager and the founder of Evolve Virtually, a full-service virtual support agency offering customized supported solutions for female-led business owners doing good in the world. She started her business in 2020 after experiencing adrenal fatigue and depression from operating in a chronically stressed state for too long. It was during this time that she heavily relied on the advice of the health and wellness industry 
turning to naturopaths, therapists and wellness practitioners for help saw her turn things around. And so then, standing strong on her own two feet, she wanted to return the favor to health and wellness businesses by providing support for them, effectively helping the women who helped her when she was at a crossroads. She has now built up a powerhouse team of skilled service providers and creatives at Evolve Virtually who are deeply committed to supporting their clients in achieving success and experiencing entrepreneurship with ease. And I can personally attest to the magic and the support that you can gain from working with Evolve Virtually. I have employed them to help me with a few things within my business and I can't recommend them enough. They are so professional and so supportive and so amazing at what they do. So if you'd like to connect with Ash, you can jump on and check out their business page um, at Evolve Virtually. So I'll leave the links for that as well. But for now, just settle in. Maybe you want to grab yourself a cuppa and listen into our conversation. And I'll see you on the other side of the interview. Ash Ryan, welcome to the Awaken Within podcast. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure and thank you for joining us. So before we dive into your story, Ash, I just wanted to know, what did you do this morning to start your day off the right way? Oh my gosh. Okay. So today, in all honesty, I woke up feeling quite anxious. I like sometimes wake up not feeling so great. And that was one of those mornings. And so I laid in bed and I did some tapping, some EFT tapping, just a few rounds, just to make myself feel a little bit better. And then I got up and I went for a walk. There's like, I live by the beach in Sydney and there's this like beautiful little coastal loop. So I did the loop and I came back and I washed my hair and I got dressed in normal clothes and I didn't <laughs> stay in like daggy activewear. And I know that sounds so simple, but it's so funny you ask me that because I don't usually do this. I usually like go for a walk and stay in activewear all day. And then I just feel kind of like sticky and dirty and gross. But today I was like, no, I'm going to wash my hair. I'm going to put on some makeup and I'm going to put on some nice clothes, even though I'm just working from home today. So I think the combination of that and a walk and some tapping and I feel like a completely different person. So it was a good way to start my day. <laughs> I love that. And just that sort of proves the power of simplicity in a way, doesn't it? Of oh like gosh. walking is obviously the best medicine, in my opinion, for most things. Mm. Tapping, EFT, tapping yeah. um, for anyone who might not know, might, yes. might not know is a beautiful sort of energy releasing um practice as well and just yeah how even having a shower and changing your clothes can change your energy too so I love all of that Ash. it did massively it's funny you say like there's such power in the simplicity I had just read a quote this morning and I think that's it sort of helped but it was Glennon Doyle and she put up this quote and it was basically like everything felt terrible so I had a glass of water and I did 12 minutes of yoga and everything felt fine-ish and I was like Finish is good enough. Like if all it takes is a drink of water and some light movement, I'm going to do that. And it really does help, even though it's so simple. Yeah, beautiful. Well, let's dive in a little bit deeper now, Ash, because I would love for you to share as much as you're comfortable sharing um, a little bit of your background because uh, you'll hear this, in, you would have heard this in the intro, but Ash has gone through a little bit of a metamorphosis, haven't you, um, with <laughs> yes. your your personal life and your business. Um, so I'll let you tell um, of what's transpired, I guess, for you in the last six to 12 months. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I run a business. Um, well, I worked for myself in business for about two and a half years now. Prior to that, I was working in the musical theatre industry. And when COVID hit, that sort of fell apart. And I was very, very unwell from like the stress and um of that job, which was a very high pressure job. And then obviously the pandemic hitting. And so I've start, I started working for myself and, and, and that was all good and well for about two years, even though um, I sort of started my business thinking it was going to be really easy. I was like, I'll just work for myself. That'll be so much easier than working for someone else. What a naive little girl I was. I had no idea what I was getting myself in for, but look, it worked for like two years. Um, I was finding myself, you know, really lucky and like booking beautiful clients. I had lots of retainer clients. I was working with amazing people, 
But last year, I started noticing that my health started deteriorating. Early in the year, about April, I developed very severe insomnia. Um, I had struggled with sleep for a long time, but around April last year, it was it started to get really chronic. I was waking up at about 1.30 or 2.30 in the morning and I wouldn't go back to sleep. And so I would start my day at 2.30 in the morning and see myself through and it was a full client load. And from there, my health just started going backwards. Um, I was dealing with uh, a lot of personal emotional stuff at the time I was like going through like quite a bit of trauma um releasing and I was like trying to run a business and it was and the business was very successful but it was keeping me very busy and so I think I didn't allow any space for my health to be nurtured through that process and so I just found myself starting to get really unwell I um also was having a lot of uh symptoms of endometriosis which was like a new thing for me. Um, I do have a few health challenges. I have fibromyalgia and Crohn's disease, um, but then I started to get symptoms of endometriosis. So I was like, cool, I think that's going on as well. So there was like a whole lot going on for me last year. And I didn't really have space to allow myself to process any of that or um, nourish any of that. I just kept working the same amount constantly. And so it got towards the end of last year. And I kind of had this feeling of like, oh shit, I can't keep going like this like I'm not going to have a business to run if I keep going like this and something needs to change and so it sort of was getting to the end of last year and I was like I don't think I want to work like this anymore I am going to take a break and take some time off and really look after my health and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to do my business differently which is what I did so in November last year I let all my I told all my clients that at Christmas I was going to finish up with them so I let everyone go at Christmas and I took about six weeks off to look after myself and when I came back this side of um, Christmas I had my endo surgery and then I started an agency and now I am running a team we've got 12 subcontractors who work for Evolve virtually and it has just sort of like blossomed from there um so it was really um the catalyst for it was a, a big decline in my health and realizing that I, I couldn't keep operating the way that I was if I wanted this to be a sustainable long-term business which I did yeah I just want to honor you before we go any further of like just the deep trust that you had in that moment first of all for letting all your clients go and secondly the deep honoring of yourself to choose yourself in that moment having that self-awareness to recognize you know this is what I need to do personally and professionally to move forward and that's what I say to my clients because a lot of them struggle with you know people pleasing and trying to please their clients and um, perhaps working longer than what they should or in, yeah. in a style um, that's not serving them and I always like to remind them that there is no business without you so you really need to to put yourself first as cliche as that sounds oh absolutely and thank you thank you for voicing that because I think I forget that sometimes like the gravity of that decision I'm like yeah that happened you know and then I got over it and like everything was kind of fine but it actually was a monumental decision that did not come lightly and it had kind of been eating away at me for some time but I ignored it ignored it ignored it and I'm very much a people pleaser which I think was not helping the situation but to actually arrive at that decision I remember the day because I was very emotional and like actually committing to that decision um actually was really big so thank you for saying that I do appreciate that you're welcome. And I want to um, just before we start to move on to what kind of blossomed from you, uh, in you from that moment, um, when you were having that time of rest, did you like what did that look like for you? Did you seek out support from others? Were you starting to bring in some practices and rituals to support you through that time? Or was it simply just rest? Or was it sort of a fusion of everything? It was a fusion of everything. And it's it's a good question because I knew I was taking the time off. So I stopped at Christmas and I knew I probably wouldn't come back to work until about February. Um, actually, I had my surgery in February. So I knew it was quite an extended period I was taking off. But I sort of went into, I, when I made the decision that I was letting everyone go, I kind of had to move myself into this headspace of being like, 
before all of January, I am my only client. Like I am going to look after myself. Like I am my only client and the only job I have to do is to look after myself. And that had to be a very active decision because for me to take that much time off work as a person who works for themselves, I had to like kind of reframe it to give myself the motivation to commit to it. And so I, I went into it being like, okay, great. I'm going to, um, I kind of had a plan. Like I'm very much like a list maker. I'm like, okay, I'm going to wake up at this time and then I'm going to meditate and then I'm going to have my greens. And then I'm going to, like, I have a plan. And that kind of all went out the window. As soon as my Christmas break started, I worked up until Christmas Eve. I had Christmas day, had boxing day. And then on the 27th of December, I ended up in hospital because I had the most severe chest pain ever called costochondritis. I didn't know at the time I thought I was having a heart attack, but costochondritis is um, uh, like an inflammation of the, um, the muscles and in the heart and it mimics symptoms of a heart attack. And I ended up in hospital with that and that just wiped all my plans to like have this like ac- kind of active plan of a, of a rest. I was sort of forced into literal rest, like nothing but rest. And that was very hard for me. I'm a manifesting generator. I like to be on the go. I like to know what my day looks like and what my plan is. Um, So to actually have to be forced to do nothing but rest was very hard. And for the first two weeks of like the Christmas break, Christmas into the first week of January, I didn't really do anything. I just, I just woke up, I would do some light stretching. I would do some meditation, but I really wouldn't do much. I would go to the beach for a little bit, but I didn't really do much exercise. Once I got over that, I was able to incorporate a few more rituals that I was really missing, which was my daily walk. It was very light. I might've gone into the ocean. Like I find getting in the ocean so healing and nourishing for me. And so being able to do that felt like a really supportive rest practice. Not that I would necessarily do like, 20 laps, but just being able to like float around and move my body in that weightlessness felt really nourishing for me. Um, So when I think about the rest practices, I kind of just took it day by day rather than having this formula of what was going to make me feel better and what like perfect rest would look like, which is what I went into the break thinking I was going to do. I would just wake up and really see what my body felt like. And I think in saying that, that was the first time that I listened to my body in such a long time. I had had such a disconnect from my body for years, actually. And it was the first period of time where I actually would just wake up and see what I felt like. And for me, that was hugely healing. And I it just what what it meant was I just really didn't do much. I just spent time at the beach. I was so lucky. It was the was the loveliest summer to take extended break. And I just made sure I nourished my body with good food. I didn't really spend much money because I wasn't earning anything. So it felt really good for me not to have a massive outlay of expenses. I just lived so simply. It kind of reverts back to what we were talking about in the beginning where it was like simple things made me feel good like this morning, but it, it really did. It was just nourishment, a bit of light movement and just listening to myself. That was hugely transformative for me. Um, and it was in that space that I was able to start getting some ideas about the future which had been void for so long. And that's that's where we're heading in just a moment. But again, I just want to honour like what's what a gift that you gave to yourself in that time to be your own only client in January. Yes. It was <laughs> and, yeah, it was a massive gift, really. It was. Yeah. And just yeah, the power of simplicity, which we there might be a little bit of a thread around that through throughout yeah. this conversation today. Um and just those simple practices and and body awareness and self-awareness and that is often I, I think kind of skipped over for a lot of us I think a lot of us are becoming a little bit more cognizant of it now because there's more conversation opening yes. up around it but having that body awareness self-awareness in general to and having that opportunity as long as we're not too busy to miss it like a lot yeah. of us say that we are to just tune in every morning, even if it's just for 30 seconds, if that's all yeah. you have to say, you know, what do I need today? 
Absolutely. And I think that's a practice that's emerged from that time for me is that real like daily check-in with myself and putting myself first because I know I said it before, but and you even touched on it, without me, there is no business. So if I'm not looking after myself, there is nothing to show up for every day. And I think that was a real big wake-up call. And I'm not saying it was easy. I actually found it very challenging, but I think because I'd actively put myself in that headspace of this is just for me. I am my only client and my only job this month is to work on myself. It meant when opportunities did show up, I had some past clients who reached out who knew I was taking the time off, but they'd be like, oh, could you just could you just do this little job for me? And it, it's money for you to see you through. Or why don't you just do a few hours a week for me? Because then, you know, it's a little bit of income. And that was really tempting because I have a mortgage and I have medical expenses and I really could have used some money. But I think because I had decided and I'd actively chosen that it made it so much easier to like regroup check in with myself and be like lovingly no thank you but I'm I'm sticking to this so yes massive gift some challenges but I'm so so grateful and very aware that it was a a, I was very privileged to be able to take that time off as well it's incredible and yeah what a what a strong a strong-willed thing to do to to um lovingly decline such tempting invitations because I'm sure they were beautiful clients as well that were reaching out absolutely yeah they were they were I've got two questions that I want to ask um, of you uh, about that time before we move on but the first one is I guess what is what was the biggest lesson that you learned from that time That is a really good question. I think you can, the, you can pick more than one if there's more than one. <laughs> no, that's okay. I think the biggest lesson I learned, and again, very simple, but I I think my biggest lesson was in putting myself first. And I like I said, I know that sounds simple, but as someone who has been a chronic people pleaser for such a long time, it has always been my default to put others before myself put my clients before myself, put my family, put my friends. I always, it's like I would feel this, I don't know if if there was something existing in me, but I always felt like I needed to put other people first. And I think my biggest lesson is that it is not selfish and it is okay and it is my human right to put myself first because it doesn't actually stop me from fulfilling the role of being an amazing business owner or, or, um, you know, support person or family member or girlfriend or whatever it doesn't stop me from doing those things I actually am better at those things when I put myself first and I I hadn't made that connection I had always thought that my well-being as much as I love and honor health and well-being it's why that's the predominant group of women that I work with I I love those rituals and, and ways of nourishing myself but for some reason that was the first thing that would drop and I think having that time where it was just focused on me really reminded me that that is okay and putting myself first and making decisions for myself first is actually going to benefit not only me in the long run but everyone I come into contact with it's made me a better partner it's made me a better daughter it's made me a better business owner you know what I mean it's it's doing those people a better service by putting myself first and I think that was actually a really big lesson that I needed to learn um, and I wouldn't have learned unless the universe had slapped me across the face and forced me to take this time yeah. off. So, yeah, it, that actually feels quite profound, profound, even though it's very simple. Mm. I just really want to echo what you said about putting yourself first is vital, number one. And number two, it's not selfish because I, I yeah. just see this so often with people um, that I talk to and, and people that I work with. It's just I think it's just this common thread I don't know if it's it's predominantly women or if it's just because that's who I'm in conversation with most of the time, but it's just such a big piece, isn't it, around oh, feeling like it's it's some sort of um, detriment to other people when it's really the opposite. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I actually think it is um, a, a female thing. I don't know where that trait comes from, whether it's the, the good girl complex that we're raised with or what but I do see it very predominantly in a lot of my clients as well and in a lot of my friends um 
but it's it's something that I I can kind of see a shift with and an unlearning. I think it's a big process, but it's definitely a conversation I'm having more and more with people, which is amazing because it means it's at the forefront of people's minds a lot more than it was. Um, but it's a huge lesson I think so many of us need to to go through. Absolutely, and sometimes it does take those big universal lessons or interventions doesn't it to unearth um unearth uh some big transformations that I guess our soul needed at that particular time yeah absolutely (laughs) so let's move um move on a little bit and start to talk about I guess what the gems were or what the gold was or what the what flowered and bloomed and blossomed from that time for you because I, I know that this is where this big shift in your business came from, so we can explore that. So if you could share with us, yeah, what the positives were during that time, both for you personally and professionally. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess on a personal level, as I said, it was a massive wake-up call in, in you know, taking stock of how I actually wanted to live my life. I think early last year I started really getting the calling internally to that I want one day to become a mum and I think that was the first time it kind of really like you hit you know there's many people who are like when do you know that you want to become a mum and people are like you just know and I was always like oh I don't know I don't know I don't know and then one day it was like oh my god shit I that is for me one day that is for me and it's not the it wasn't the right time then and it's not quite the right time now but knowing that that is on the cards for me all fingers crossed and all going well that's on the cards for me it it was a going through what I went through was a big blessing because it made me realize that if I have a child one day I cannot run the business the way I am and I cannot live my life the way I am because there is just not enough support to see me through that and so I think for me the gift personally was it really woke me up to prioritizing myself and my health now in preparation for when I become a mum. And in terms of professionally, it it was this huge motivator for me to be like, okay, I need to now build a business that is sustainable and won't collapse when I go and be a mother. Like there needs to be something that can just have a heartbeat and keep its pulse and keep going, even if it's not me being there like there's got to be some kind of structure that can hold me through that transition without me completely closing down and coming back you know six to 12 months later and trying to reignite this thing so I think for for me that that actually was a massive gift because it's changed the trajectory of my life in a way in terms of how I nourish myself and how I nourish my business and it's informing a lot of decisions that I'm making um and that feels really beautiful. So, yeah, it, it kind of emerged in a way I didn't really realise, but that break gave me the space to start to drop into my creativity again and start to drop into my, you know, my visions again of what is possible and what I might like to achieve. Um, does that really answer the question? Sorry, I think I went on a bit of a tangent there. but no, the, Yeah, what I wanted to pull out of that um, just what you said at the end there and I believe this to be true as well is that when we're caught up in the busyness put that in quotation marks of life often we don't have or we don't afford ourselves the opportunity to dream to tune in to ask like what we what is it that I actually want not not like what I think I should want or what someone else told me I should want or yes you know all of things I think what I wanted to highlight there was that you giving yourself that space um, was actually the gift that allowed you to take stock of what you want in your life, yeah, um, in your personal life and also your business. And now it's just evolved into this amazing, beautiful thing that's really only just beginning. And so it's just going to keep growing and growing from here. And yeah, what a blessing. Oh, absolutely. And it's it's funny you say that because I had real a real crisis of self last year where I was about the middle of the year and I felt like I hadn't slept in like four months and I was just feeling so defeated because I, I had this real moment of like, I'm not a clever person. Like I just had this moment of like, I'm not creative, I'm not clever, what am I good for? I just had this real crisis of self where I didn't have any ideas anymore. 
I didn't have any ideas about my business. I didn't have any ideas about how to grow my business or what I wanted to do. And all I thought I was good for was helping other people who had ideas, other visionaries bring their dreams to life. Like that's, that's where I felt like, and really I can look back and go, I was just exhausted. Like I was exhausted. I did not give myself any time. Like Beck, I would literally work Monday to Friday, sometimes Saturday, and I would block out my calendar from 8 a.m. till 6 6 p.m. every day with like back-to-back-to-back-to-back clients. There was no space for me or the business or creativity or rest. And so like, duh, how was I meant to be creative or clever when I was not allowing myself any space for that? And so I think that definitely is what emerged in those six weeks that I took off it was just like this breath I could take and like all this inspiration slowly, I'm not saying it just like hit me like a freight train, but all this inspiration just started like slowly emerging. And that was also a massive lesson actually, because it reminded me how vital it is for creatives and, you know, for business owners to have space to ideate and find inspiration and create, you know, like I I think that was a huge, um, lesson for me and and definitely a profound gift because I've been able to carry that into this year carving out intentional space for inspiration and rest and all of those things which has been a huge help and I think that will continue and help the longevity and life of this new business for sure. So can you share with us then um, two-part question what your days look like in terms of the business like how you've being able to shift that to be, I guess, a little bit more sustainable and a little bit yep. more vital for you to be able to drop into creativity. Yeah. So how your days look work-wise and also personally in terms of like maybe any rituals or routines that you have found really supportive for you to move forward in, I guess, a little bit of more healthy, balanced, harmonized sort of way. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think for myself, like, I've, I've had a huge shift this year as well, how I shop personally and professionally. At the end of last year, I started doing um, uh, soft business coaching sessions with Emmy Ray from The Daily Rest, who I just love. And I did these soft business sessions with her and she really opened my eyes. Basically what she does in these sessions is she'll look at your um, human design chart and then help help you um, find new ways to operate your business that honor your human design. So as a manifesting generator, she helped me sort of see where I was, you know, actually doing things against my human design that was causing a lot of frustration and resistance and gives gave me advice on how to move forward. And a really big thing that she said to me was that it is vital for me to wake up and see what I feel like doing. So before I was like, I I would sit down on on every Friday afternoon and I would plan out my next week to the minute, like this calendar blocks of time, block it out. This is all the client work I have to do. But she was saying it was really vital for me to wake up and see what my energy wanted to do. And I have really been leaning into that. Yes, it doesn't always work. There are there are expectations and deadlines and that kind of thing. But I think having that understanding has really helped me to, A, wake up and have like a self-care practice that's not regimented. Like I said before, I used to be very someone who was very list driven wake up at 5 30 by six o'clock I would be exercising by seven o'clock I would be meditating by 7 30 I'd be like and that works for some people and I tried to fit myself into that mold but since I've released that and woken up and been like what do I feel like today it is such a joy to be like I feel like going for a walk I started running again I might want to go for a run I might want to do some stretching I might want to do nothing just meditate and like scroll TikTok for a bit not super healthy but every now and then that's what I feel like and having giving myself that permission has removed so much frustration and resistance from my life so I think that's a really key element um, personally in terms of how I look after myself and then when it comes to professionally actually there's kind of a crossover my biggest goal when I started my business was to start earning money quickly enough that I could buy the daily rest um membership just so I had something to like lean into and like anchor myself to that wasn't you know scrolling on my phone or wasting time or whatever that's been a huge practice as well but in terms of professionally I think my days now are I'll give myself the morning I used to be at my desk at eight o'clock now I don't really sit down till nine o'clock at the earliest having that space feels really lovely um and 
finishing early. I used to work into the night. Like my partner won't get home till like seven o'clock at night and I just keep working till he got home. Like that just made sense for me. And he has also really helped me realize he's like, you need to stop work at like 4.30 or five o'clock. He's like, I said, there's always stuff to do. He's like, there will always be stuff to do. Like you would know, Beck, there, when you run your own business and work for yourself, there is like a never ending list. I could work from now until Christmas and never get everything done. And he's like, just stop, just stop and close your laptop for the day and it will all be there tomorrow. And I just kind of needed that male pragmatic view to be like enough you know enough and I'm like that's true because if I worked for someone else I would probably leave work at 5 5 30 and then I wouldn't go back to work till the next day and that would be it it's so hard when you work for yourself to have that attachment so I think for me narrowing my work into other hours you know like not not the long hours I was doing is hugely helpful I think listening to what I feel like working on on any one day as much as I can is amazing um I am definitely as well trying to have like a softer start to my week again very privileged to be able to do that but I try and not have meetings on Mondays I try and just like ease into the week ease out of the week as much as possible and make the middle of my week fuller when I seem to have more energy um and something that I really learned over those six week breaks I I really lent into learning more about my cycle and and working with the energy of my cycle um and that has been a game changer like huge game changer personally and professionally you know I'm trying to like eat more with my cycle exercise more with my cycle and work more with my cycle and I'm really starting to tap into the weeks of the month where I'm creative okay so I'll do like maybe I'll do more social media content creation then I'm leaning into the weeks where I'm more admin focused and I'm like great gonna do all my zero reconciliations gonna organize my notes and organize the back end like I'm starting to lean into my cycle more and it's starting to create a really beautiful um you know, shift in my business. And I, I think those things, while small, have had such a profound impact that I can't really see myself going back to how I worked before. While I'm not working with clients as much, that's the business is still building, you know, it's still in its startup phase and hopefully there will be growth there. I'm, I've got this like gentle, I'm in this gentle like learning phase of how to like grow the business while still looking after myself and trying this new approach to business. And that's just made this year and work this year so much more enjoyable. And I'm starting to like find that joy and happiness back in what I'm doing again. Um, Yeah. Long story short. (laughs) (laughs) That's beautiful. And I mean, if if it's not joyous for us, then really why are we doing it? So that's beautiful. Absolutely. um, Absolutely. And in saying that as well, I do now have a team, which also makes a massive difference. So it's not just me anymore. We have a collective. It means when people come to us, it's not just me doing the work all the time. I will find the clients and match them with the people in our team who can deliver that project and work best. And yes, I'm available and I I make sure that there's contact with the client and contact with the team member, but being able to have that support for myself. So if I have a day where I'm not well, and I need to like rest or I'm in the middle of my cycle and the same for these women as well who work with me there is people there to to catch you and support you and I think that has been amazing for me and I missed that so much um and I think that's what's really holding me through this transition for sure that's beautiful and I, I almost feel again here that you're leaning into that sense of trust sort of like not having navigated business in this way before yet having this deep trust and deep knowing that everything that you've moved through and all of the lessons you've learned and all of these new practices and ways of being you're just trusting and and it's almost like you've got this intuitive knowing that this is the right path for you so that's amazing yeah it's thank you for saying that because that's really how it feels and it's it's hard to voice that like you know with with all this um transition and new newness in my business it is very it can be very hard for me as an, a slightly anxious person to lean into that but i don't know why for some reason i don't know if it was the break at christmas back but i just have this like new innate trust in myself that this will work out and i don't know what that end goal looks like i don't know it, it might it i have no idea but i just have this trust in myself for the first time in years oh gosh it's going to make me emotional um but like this trust in myself that 
I'm supported and I am capable and I just need to take each day as it comes and it will traverse and it will transition and it will grow into whatever it's meant to look like. I've kind of removed that attachment from knowing the end outcome. Very hard for me to do, but I've like let that go. And I think having that trust and having that support is really helping me just take it day by day. It's beautiful, Ash. And it's just, it's yeah, seeing you get emotional. It's really inspiring. Yeah, having watched you transform over the last few years ash and i have been i've been lucky enough to be in her sphere and in her orbit for a couple of years so it's quite inspiring thank you amazing yeah and inspiring to watch you go through this process and by i just i really feel like anything that we sort of traverse and we go through um it's it is not that this is the 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 reason for it at the time but afterwards then we get to be that inspiration for other people too and and I guess if they feel they need permission yeah. to start living in in a different way then you get to be that beautiful role model for somebody else um, who's walking just a few steps behind you yeah thank you I appreciate that because I know it's funny to think of myself like that but I know I look to others who have who have gone through a similar journey for support or guidance or just any kind of beacon of what's possible so to think that I could even have that kind of impact on someone else is so amazing and yeah I think that's why I'm very called to share what I've gone through because um I know it can feel isolating but I also know like what the outcome can look like um and it's really beautiful I just want to, before we move on here again, I just want to um, highlight what you said before about working with the cycle yeah. um, because I'm very much a fan of that and, and I, I do that with my life and my work, but I just wanted to sort of highlight that part of, of what you mentioned before. And I think this is another thing too that we're sort of getting a lot more awareness around at the moment especially, but, yeah, it's just such an unnecessary pressure I think to put on ourselves to especially on you know those first day or two minimum to expect ourselves to still be able to function um in the way that we would you know around ovulation and that kind of thing so I think as much as you can and I understand you know some people don't um, have their own business so they might not have had as much flexibility but I think I guess you know, just like leaning into it as much as you can and and sort of incorporating whatever practices, whatever level of support that you can, whatever your life looks like for you. Absolutely. It's going to be deeply supportive. Absolutely. I mean, I, I kind of am a bit shocked that I have waited this long to learn about this and like implement it. And I think back like, gosh, like even last year, but even when I was working for someone else, you know, and going to a job, I'm like, how did I do that? How did I just operate at the same level day after day after day after day? No wonder, like, we're feeling so stretched and strained and emotional and whatever it is, like, of course, you know, and I understand people don't run their own businesses and I'm in a privileged position that I kind of can lean into that. But I think even if people can take away the nourishment, you know, nourishing yourself with your cycle or exercising and resting around your cycle, like even those would make a profound difference. Um, And I I feel very lucky to have that knowledge now and I'm still learning, um, but it's definitely something I'm trying to encourage my clients to lean into more um, because it it has made such a difference to my well-being. Absolutely. And Ash, what would your number one tip or I guess piece of advice be for other business owners having gone through what you've um, traversed the last you know six to 12 months like what would be the number one thing that you would share with business owners be they experienced or brand new to business what would be yeah the, the deepest learning for you look I think Again, in its simplicity, I think carving out every day, carving out intentional time to just be, just to be and just to rest and to be silent. I'm not even saying necessarily like in meditation. It it could be just a walk without a podcast in your ears or just sitting on the couch for 10 minutes in silence. Like I cannot recommend that enough because I think and and when I say intentional time I know what it's like whether you're a new business or you're a a 
you've been in business for years without intentionally carving out time the day will just disappear like there is so much to do all the time the day will just disappear I think since I've actively started carving out time and I understand as well people are mothers people are you know there's a lot going on but I think if, if you can carve out time to just be still and silent and listen to yourself like check in with yourself like you said it could be 30 seconds in the morning I just I would highly encourage that because I think that is where the the trust in yourself comes from and building the trust in yourself comes from and from there everything just emerges. So that that is what I would say not even for the inspiration or you know which which will happen naturally as a result of having that quiet time but I think it's the trust building and that is what informs decisions and that is what allows you to take leaps of faith and that is what allows you to you know um make bold choices that don't feel like they make much sense but i think when you start to build that trust with yourself because you've given yourself intentional time to connect with yourself daily then it just allows for this possibility to emerge that you can't even imagine that's beautiful and yeah cultivating that trust and i guess like even space to cultivate a connection and a trust in your intuition too and that ties in with what you said it might not necessarily make logical sense but it's more of like a feeling or a knowing or however it sort of um, communicates with you absolutely I think most of the big choices I've made none of them have made logical sense so you know but I think it's from having that trust that inner knowing as you said that that really helps well to finish Ash I would love for you to share with us um what's on offer for you in terms of business at the moment, how people can work with you and how you can potentially support, you know, anyone who's listening to this that perhaps knows they need support, but for whatever reason reason hasn't reached out yet or someone who's maybe going through their own season of slow and really could do with some support right now. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Bex. So with um, Evolve Virtually, the collective of women we have, we have different ways that you can work with our team. So um, we have like you can work with us on a project basis if there's like a big idea or um, like a course or an event or something that you want to run, we can help you with that. We also have retainers if you're someone who's in business and you want some monthly ongoing support. But we do want to give options for people for all business sizes and all budgets as well, which is why we also offer consultations and these VIP days. And I think that's where I'm just loving leaning into at the moment because I'm getting to talk to people who have been in similar situations to me. They may feel overwhelmed by what they're dealing with and they may or they may have so many ideas like those visionaries I spoke about earlier who just have so many ideas and don't know the right order to bring things to life or or the most logical um, path to follow and I think being able to speak to these people and give some tangible practical business advice can be such a huge help and I think that's why I'm loving those sessions because I'm getting to speak to women who are so inspired and so lit up but they just need to get their head out of the clouds or out of that mess um, and have some support to tangibly move forward and that and that's coming through in all different ways with those sessions you know we've got people who have got big bold ideas that they want to bring to life or there's women who just kind of just don't even really know where to start and I think having been in that situation myself um, it's why I'm enjoying it so much because it's coming from a lived experience. And now that I feel like I'm sort of on the other side of traversing that in a way, it's it's helping me inform those people in a really um, beautiful and nourishing way. So like I said, there's lots of ways to work with our collective, but um, if anyone is going through what I'm going, what I went through or is feeling in those ways, I think there is definitely ways that I or the team can support you um, to make you feel like you're you know, moving forward and taking steps forward and no longer stuck. And I can personally um, share my experience with working with Ash and her team. Um, They're supporting me with a few things at the moment. So um, yeah, it's, it's been such a beautiful, seamless, supportive, amazing experience for me so far. So yeah, I just want to honor you for what you've created. Um, The amazing women that you pulled together to create this team so if anyone is looking for support definitely reach out to ash and her team thank you so much beck it's such a joy to support you
Uh, I've got one last question before we say uh, goodbye, Sash. Yeah. And I just want to know, what is the one thing that you have found most potent to awaken yourself from within? The most potent. And this could be a practice that you've done. This could be an yeah. experience, a thought, a feeling, anything that comes to mind for you. I think the first thing that comes to mind, and it's it's the, the biggest pull I have daily. Again, God, sorry, Beck. I'm just so simple in my answers, but it's literally just getting outside, like being in nature. Like for me, I can feel so overwhelmed, anxious, etc. And if I just immerse myself in nature for 20 minutes, that genuinely that I feel like the most profound shift. Like for me, sunrises, like being able to go and be in the presence of the sunrise is something I do not take for granted. I have always loved it. And most of last year when I was going through that chronic insomnia, I did not see a single sunrise because I just could not get myself up. Being in that kind of space or being out in nature and just feeling so small in the scheme of the world is just such a sobering experience for me and an awe-inspiring experience for me and always, always makes me feel better if I'm not feeling great or if I'm feeling great. It, like I will never go out in nature and come back feeling like I wasted my time. And I think that is just we are so lucky to have access to that you, whether it's a park or a beach or a track or whatever, I think putting yourself in those situations daily, um, oh, my God, the simplicity, but I just feel so moved by Mother Nature and I think connecting to her and connecting to that as a daily practice um, is monumental. Feeling so small yet so connected with the earth. Yeah, knowing that what makes up that sunrise or that beach or that forest is within us too because oh we're gosh, all yes. connected so that's beautiful ash and i can personally everyone probably knows this about me by now but yeah being oh. in nature is just my my number yes. one thing and i'm lucky to to live um immersed in it here so i can definitely echo what you said there beautiful Ash, this has been amazing. I'm so grateful for your time today and for you sharing so vulnerably and openly with us and sharing so much wisdom. I just really want to highlight that and honor you for that um, because I, I think sometimes it's a little more challenging to recognize that in ourselves. And so when it's reflected back to us, that might be a really nice way for it to sort of be highlighted. So thank you so much for joining us on Awaken Within. Thank you for having me. Wasn't that incredible? Honestly, Ash is just such a wealth of knowledge. She's so intelligent. She's so articulate and she's just so good at what she does. And it's been such an honor witnessing her transformation, both personally and professionally over the last few years. So I hope you've got some little nuggets of gold some little bits and pieces of inspiration and drops of wisdom from Ash sharing her story and just listening to our conversation together so if you'd like to connect with Ash make sure you go on and follow her Instagram and you can check out their website as well to learn a little bit more about what they do which is just evolvevirtually.co if you'd like to come over and let Ash and myself know what your favorite parts were or what your key takeaway were, key takeaways were, then come on and connect with us on Instagram as well. My handle is at underscore Beck Russell. And until next time, I hope you enjoy whatever you're doing in your day today.